the pre-snap podcast presented by LineStar. We've got your fantasy football analysis with a sprinkle of sports betting as well. Alongside Tyler Weeman, I'm Shannon Somerville. Getting you set for this Monday night football matchup. NFC East rivals collide. The Cowboys and the Giants in this one. Tyler, listen to this stat. The Giants could become one of just three teams in the NFL to become 3-0. Joining the Miami Dolphins and the Philadelphia Eagles. Did you have that on your 2022 NFL bingo card? Definitely not the Giants being 3-0. They've, uh, they have surprised. They haven't played the toughest competition, though, so it shouldn't be that big of a surprise. The Cowboys have won nine of the last ten meetings against the Giants. However, both of these teams look a lot differently. Mm-hmm. That gets us into our six-score injury report for today from the good people at sixscore.com, including Dr. Chow and his team of medical professionals. And taking a look at tonight's six-score matchup, Giants defense. So linebacker Kayvon Thibodeau missed two weeks with MCL sprain questionable. However, looking like he should be back. Uh, defensive end Leonard Williams doubtful, which could be a huge blow to that defensive line. What do you make of that, Tyler? Yeah, uh, Leonard's probably out. It will be interesting to see Kayvon here, but as a whole, the defense is okay. And Aziz Ojolari, questionable with a calf injury. Defensive backs Nick McLeod, Justin Lane, and Aaron Robinson all out. On the other side of that, Cowboys offense has a six score of 71.1. Dak Prescott, as we know, is out with a fractured thumb. So it's the Cooper Rush show there. Uh, Tyron Smith missing the majority of the season with a hamstring. So rookie Tyler Smith starts there at left tackle. Tight end Dalton Schultz nursing a PCL injury. He is likely out in this one. And Michael Gallup, the wide receiver, is out as well. Guard Connor McGovern out with an ankle injury. That was a lot of names I just listed in the Cowboys offense. Any takeaways for you on that? Yeah, I mean, their team is uh, kind of in shambles (laughs) these days. Somehow they held it uh, together last week against Cincinnati to make that game competitive. You know, but it is a situation where sometimes when there's major injuries, a team's able to hold it together for a little bit and just kind of rise above. But that usually fades a little bit. Uh. Versus a division rival, though, mm-hmm. they probably are uh, still pretty excited to get after it. The Cowboys' defense, much more healthy. Safety J. Ron Curse is out with a knee injury. Linebacker Micah Parsons has been dealing with flu-like symptoms. Mm-hmm. Looking like he'll go, though, tonight. Yeah, I did just see a report saying that he's expected to go. Just pump some fluids into the guy. He's good to go. The lion needs yep. no rest. He's a beast. <laughs> Giants offense. We've got center and left guard positions. Kind of a mess due to Nick Gates' injury. Wide receiver Wondell Robinson still out with a knee injury. Wide receiver Kadarius Tony is doubtful. Wide receiver Sterling Shepard. Remember, he is still recovering from that Achilles tear. So not 100%. However, we've seen him looking really good the last two weeks. Absolutely. SixScore.com has all of your injury info. Check it out, SixScore.com, for all the analysis you need before you place your bets or play Daily Fantasy. Now it's time for our Daily Fantasy projections for today. We're going to look at that quarterback position. We just went over the injury report. Mm -hmm. Dak Prescott, a big component of that, and it's the Cooper Rush show now. Going up against Daniel Jones, what do you make of the daily fantasy prospects for these quarterbacks? 
Well, I think the defense on both sides need to make these quarterbacks try and win the game. And if that's the case, I think the Cowboys are going to have a long night and that mm-hmm. uh, the Giants will be victorious. However, Daniel Jones isn't great himself. Mm-hmm. So that, uh, that Cowboys defense is definitely better up front than in the secondary. The secondary is beatable. But Cowboys got to stop Saquon Barkley first and foremost. Well, Micah Parsons is a part of that yeah. Cowboys defense that can make a huge difference. 17 sacks in his first 18 games mm-hmm. in the NFL. That's the most of any player through their first 18 games of the season. If anyone could put some pressure on an opposing offense, it's Micah Parsons. Absolutely. On the other side of that, Cooper Rush, he's 2-0 and as a starter for, for the Cowboys. He is. Does that surprise you? Absolutely. <laughs> well, sorry, he is 1-0 as a starter, right? Because the first week he wasn't technically the starter? 2-0 going back to last season. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, no, you know what? Cooper Rush is, I would say, a decent backup. You know, he can beat you with the legs a little bit. Uh, Jones as well can. So you can consider both of these guys for your captain spot mm-hmm. as a quarterback. <clears throat> both are going to be slightly lower owned than they normally would be in, you know, your normal primetime game. I know we're all surprised about Cooper Rush. However, here's an interesting stat and in how he mm-hmm. ties to the legendary Colts quarterback, Johnny Unitas. You ready for this? He became the sixth quarterback in NFL history to lead two game winning drives in his first two career starts among that list is johnny unitas joined some good company there another note is with a win tonight he would join roger staubach and jason garrett as the only quarterbacks to win their first three starts for dallas if you're not on the cooper rush hype train let's go cooper (laughs) rush speaking of hype train we're all aboard the saquon barkley hype train he has looked absolutely incredible in the first few weeks Last year, struggled a little bit with that burst of speed. He was recovering from that ACL injury and even admitted this offseason, hey, I didn't have my best stuff last year, but this year he's looked absolutely incredible. He's topped 70 rush yards in consecutive games for the first time since 2019. How do you see his outlook for tonight? Yeah, I think Barkley's in a good spot here. He is absolutely the most obvious kind of captain Mm -hmm. and most likely person to be optimal in the lineup uh ownership obviously is going to follow that as well but barkley should should do fine i personally don't like following the ownership at uh, the captain slot so i may not go there but he is very likely to be in the optimal lineup mm-hmm. just maybe not captain on the other side of that you've got ezekiel elliott and tony pollard now yeah. ezekiel elliott hasn't put up a 100 yard rushing mm-hmm. performance um <laughs> the longest drought of his career at 14 straight games without it hasn't exactly yeah. looked great. What do you see for his prospects tonight? And I don't know if he's going to get the volume to be able to do that at this point in his career and how much work he's really getting. He needs to bust a long run to do that. And he just doesn't really have that anymore. Not saying he's, you know, bad, but the, the big gains tend to come from Pollard and not Zeke. So, and Pollard is an interesting one. Uh, One of the things with this backfield that I was looking at earlier is one Gallup is out, Schultz is likely out. So, 
there's the possibility of us seeing more two running mm-hmm. back sets. You know, Cowboys are thin sure. with uh, offensive weapons, and it would be in their best interest to get their best players on the field at the same time. Two of those guys are definitely running backs. Given they might split some time, one might ha- mm-hmm. We've seen that a lot with this duo. Are you leaning one or the other, or are you staying away from them? Uh, as far as ceiling, I think Tony Pollard has is more likely to have a ceiling mm-hmm. game than Zeke. Zeke, your medium projection will be good. However, he just doesn't have those games anymore to give you really that ceiling push, which, uh, you know, which we would need today. So we also have to look at the wide receiver position. Mm-hmm. We've got some options here. Now, CeeDee Lamb, he's had a bounce back week, 75 yards against the Bengals, and he's been targeted 11 times yeah. in both of those games. How do you evaluate his prospects, given the fact that Noah Brown has actually been has the most catches on that team. So he does have the most catches, but CD has eight more targets than Noah Brown. He is on the field a little bit more. CD is absolutely the number one. He's just getting, you know, a lot more of the coverage here. CD is going to be fine. He's going to find his spots. But Noah Brown's been a really bright spot in this offense. Now, for the Giants, Sterling Shepard, 105 receiving yards through the first two games. Do you like his fantasy outlook for tonight? I do. I really like Shepard tonight. So he is the unquestioned number one for the Giants. His workload is increasing coming off that injury. He got up to 88% of snaps last week and to go along with that 10 targets. He is the only guy in this Giants offense tonight who's likely playing that can command 10 plus targets. And I think there's a good chance he does see that again today. What other wide receivers are you looking at? Perhaps lower owned sleeper plays. Yeah, so there's Richie James and uh, David Stills for the Giants that I think are both interesting. Now, one thing to note is James, he does have the second most targets uh, behind Shepard, but he had a 70% snap count week one, and that fell to 42% week two. And in both games, he had six targets. David Stills, however, went from 45% snap count up to 92. Mm-hmm. So if that continues, still could be the number two in uh, in New York. The one thing I would bring up with the week two, he only had four targets. So he was out on the field way more than James, but had less targets. Uh, and then on the other side, it's, you know, the Dallas, once you get past the first two receivers, it's kind of a dart throw. But uh, Dennis Houston saw 57% of the snaps in week one and down to 34 week two. Mm -hmm. He is the third wide receiver, and I would not be that surprised to see that snap count uh, come back up a little bit in week three. So some good lower value or lower own plays for you if you're looking for a way to save some money there. Yeah, and then one other thing, too, with possibly no Tony, we could see Kenny Galladay back into that Giants kind of wide receiver mix. Uh, if we don't see him, it'll be Darius Slayton. I think both of them could do something. As far as the tight end position, Dalton Schultz seems to be the real, I guess, favorite in this one to come away with some real fantasy points. How do you evaluate him compared to the other uh, tight ends? Well, it is a big if if he plays. Like you said in the beginning, he's dealing with an MCL injury. So we're really not sure if he's going to play. 
So outside of Schultz, mm-hmm. say if he is out, there's Jake Ferguson and uh, Peyton Henderson or Henderson. So Ferguson is likely to be the tight end one if Schultz is out. He played 56% of the snaps late, uh, last week. Okay. But neither of these guys mm-hmm. have had a target in this Dallas, Dallas offense. So even though one of them could be on the field, you know, <laughs> it's kind of questionable if they're even going to get any action. Well, the defenses are going to get their fair share of action. When you're evaluating mm-hmm. both these defenses in terms of a fantasy outlook for tonight, which way are you leaning? I think the Giants have a higher likelihood of producing on defense just because how injured the Dallas offense is. Right. Uh, I did pick up the Dallas or the Giants defense in season long in a couple spots, and uh, for our work league, I need them to come through to get the win. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if I got to pick one of them, I I think I favored the Giants defense just a little bit. They'll have their work cut out for them trying to stop Tony Pollard, Ezekiel mm-hmm. Elliott, but also the passing game as well. I'm sure part of their game plan will be trying to force Cooper Rush into some bad decisions, as you mentioned at the top of the mm-hmm. show. The game plan really for both of these teams and their defenses is trying to force Daniel Jones and yes. Cooper Rush into some bad decisions. We have actually haven't seen a turnover yet from the Cowboys. They haven't mm-hmm. forced anything last year at this time through two games. They had forced six. We haven't quite seen that yet from the Cowboys, which is, for fantasy purposes, that's a huge help. Oh, it totally is. So, I they will come. Diggs, <laughs> Diggs loves to sit and jump on those routes, and, you know, Parsons is going to make some plays. So Now let's take a look at our touchdown calls of the day. Tyler, who do you have for an anytime touchdown tonight in Monday Night Football action? I'm going with Sterling Shepard. He is the clear question number one Giants receiver. He's up to 88 snaps, 88% of the snaps, had 10 targets last week, has great rapport with Daniel Jones, and this Dallas secondary is beatable. So I like Shepard to get in the end zone. I'm going Noah Brown. We're not going chalk in this one with a CD lamp pick. I'm going to Brown in this one. Now he leads the team in catches right now, seems Mm -hmm. to be developing some really good rapport with Cooper Rush. He also ranks 28th in yards per route run and 15th in yards per target Mm -hmm. this season. I think he's kind of a good sleeper pick in tonight's game for a touchdown uh, tonight. So I like it. Let's get in now to our prop bets of the game. Tyler, where are you going with your prop bet? Like I said earlier in the show, I think that both of these defenses need to make the quarterbacks win, and that's exactly what I'm doing with my prop bet. We're going Daniel Jones over 28.5 passing attempts. Uh, He is averaging 27.5 passing attempts on the season. Line star projection is 31.4, and Dallas allows 12% more passing attempts when they are away. So... I'm going with the over here, and I think uh, the Cowboys are going to make Jones beat him. I'm also going with an over over C.D. Lamb, over 57 and a half receiving yards. That is on FanDuel Sportsbook. Now, he's gone over this mark the last game, and he's averaging five receptions per game over his last 18 regular seasons game. 
that's an average of just under 18 yards per catch, and those averages will put him around 65 receiving yards per game. So with that already over, still no Gallup mm -hmm. in this game, likely without Schultz. I think that puts a lot more pressure on them to get the ball to C.D. Lamb. We saw a bounce back last game. And the Giants did do a good job of limiting the passing game against the Panthers in week two. However, they did allow two Titans ball catchers to go over that mark as well. So mm -hmm. I think he's got a good shot to go over that receiving mark. Now let's get into our game picks. Mm -hmm. Who we got in this NFC East showdown that's pretty been, been pretty dominated by the Cowboys. Nine of the last ten. Also, Daniel Jones, 0-8 in prime time games oh boy we had one of those stats with kirk cousin <laughs> the other day and we know how that went so that being said the giants are one point mm -hmm. one and a half point home favorites in this one where are you headed <sighs> i'm taking the giants okay how yeah. brave of you yeah i'm taking the giants <laughs> i it, it's hard to say that but really, it's hard to say the Cowboys, too. So It is true. In Get terms him. of predictive models and everything, these two teams are statistically, especially after, after Dak Prescott went down, both of these teams went towards the bottoms. I don't think the Giants are nearly as good as that 2-0 record no, indicates. Absolutely not. That being said, this is a much different Cowboys team mm -hmm. without Dak Prescott in there. However, I got to give it... To the Cowboys in this one, merely because on the road, on the road, Cowboys. One name, Micah Parsons. He's an absolute game-changing player for me. So if you look at both of these teams, they're about even in most categories. Barkley's game-changing too, though. Barkley is game-changing. Mm. However, I think they're gonna they're gonna slow him down. I yeah, also that's they, another they prop. They have to. That's another prop that I don't see hitting is his over rushing yards. I thought about taking the under on that one. I, uh, I almost took Saquon under receiving yards. 96% mm -hmm. uh, of the bets right now on that prop are Saquon overs. Okay. And so uh, our projection, yeah, our projection on line star is 18. The line is 22 and a half. So there's a decent little edge there. And with the field going so hard one way, I think the other way is likely to happen. Speaking of edge, the edge that Tyler talked about that you can find on LineStarApp.com. Make sure you sign up your subscription, $29.99 per month, LineStarApp.com. That's where we have our props mm -hmm. edge tool that Tyler just talked about. It tells you, you know, where the money is going and what our projections are saying and where you can find the best edge in terms of the sports books. Do you play underdog fantasy or prize picks? It's the best tool you can have to help you win some money out there. Sure is. It's a good one. If you are watching us on YouTube right now, be sure to give us a like if you're enjoying our content. Subscribe to our channel and sign up for some notifications as well so that you can watch our video as soon as it comes out. A lot of times some of these lines change, some of our props change. So we want you to make sure you get locked in on the best value in the sports books. So. Good luck to you in your betting and your daily fantasy tonight on Monday Night Football. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Bye.